What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rose, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Dew Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, joined as always by Derek Terry, the Cats Paws. Derek, we just got uh, a text notification that there's going to be a press conference at 2.30 Eastern Time uh, on, this is Tuesday, the 15th. So we're going to go ahead and assume that that is uh, announcing Kentucky's newest hire, the offensive coordinator. Yeah, uh, I would certainly expect that to be the case. Of course, um, I believe Football Scoop was the first to report it today, but I want to give some credit to some other media members. I, I know Justin Rowland had been on this. Matt Jones certainly had all had reports. But Liam Cohen of the Los Angeles Rams, assistant quarterback coach, uh, in all likelihood, um, no reason to doubt it, will be the uh, next offensive coordinator at Kentucky. Yep, so we're recording this, and as soon as that news becomes official, this podcast will go live. So if you're hearing this and you're wondering why we're talking about a press conference that's already happened, we're just recording ahead of time to get some initial reaction out to to the new guy that's going to be in charge of Kentucky's offense. Derek, I think that this is a – I think it's a good move because I don't think that going the NFL route is a bad thing. It certainly has worked out with Brad White on the defensive side of the ball. I think that that – might have helped Stoops kind of make this call as well, you know, going that route. Uh, I know you're more locked in on the football side of this. You've been following this thing ever since Eddie Grand was fired and Darren Henshaw let go. So I'm going to let you kind of just have your you, – you kind of throw it all out there. You've been digging and digging and digging. I know you spent a lot of time Saturday night digging into this stuff. Yeah, Um you know, more more than anything, the names, you know, I'm not dug in the – I did watch some Liam Cohen interviews last night just to try to get a feel for, you know, what he might be like in a press conference setting, things like that. But, you know, I just want to give a little quick rundown, I think, of how the search went. This is um, some probably educated guesses and also some pretty hard information. Excuse me, but, you know, I, at first we thought it was Shane Waldron is, is the name from the Rams. So everybody just assumed. I think I got caught assuming on that. I think some other people just got a caught – just got caught assuming that's who it was going to be. And on Friday, I got a call saying, hey, uh, this is, you know, it's not Shane Waldron who's going to see. It's actually a guy named Liam Cohen, who I'd never heard of at that point. I doubt many UK fans had heard of. But he's a he's a guy from UMass is where he played his college football. He's actually on his bio at UMass that he was the all-time best player. So how that translates to his coaching, I don't know. But clearly the guy could spin it back when he was a quarterback at UMass. But there were some other guys who I think legitimately considered the offer. Joe Moorhead at Oregon, that was not a – I mean, I got that verified both from U.K. sources and from Oregon sources that there was a chance that that could happen. And uh, ultimately, he, he decided to stay at Oregon, which I think was always going to be a tough pull, honestly. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, a sitting Pac-12 offensive coordinator, a guy who'd been a head coach, he's probably I mean, he's probably a guy who could get another head coaching job this offseason if he really wanted to somewhere. 
So that was always going to be a tough sell, I think. And then there were some other guys who uh, Brian Brom I'd heard interviewed last Wednesday, and then the guy who I never heard anything on, but we'll have to give some credit to Matt Jones because he had a uh, Bush Hamden, I believe was his name, from Missouri, who actually had a pretty good resume, but had already been fired once as an offensive coordinator. So I think that was going to be a tough sell. Really, I think Cohen is kind of the – you can look at the way the Rams play, and I guess you could take some things away from that. But at the same time, uh, there's some, I think, some some mystery with this hire, Sean. There, there is. But the, the one thing that I like about it, Derek, is he has experience all across the board on the offensive side. He's uh, he's worked with wide mm-hmm. receivers, he's worked with quarterbacks, he's worked in an offense. I think that's the thing that you kind of needed in this. Uh, do you expect him to just be the quarterback coach as well? Yeah, I do. Yeah, and see, I, I like that. I like it because it's one guy kind of taking over that whole thing, and I like the experience with the wide receivers. Uh, he's a young guy, Derek, 35 years old. I, I think that's another thing. You've got a young, energetic guy who's going to be on the recruiting trail for you, who's going to be running this offense and kind of evolving what they've been doing to this point. I think that this shows you that they're going to come. You, you turn on some tape, certainly airs the ball out. I mean, I, there's a lot to like. Uh it will remain to be seen how it works out, but I think it's enough that it's going to excite the fan base, and I think it's enough that it's going to you know, be exciting in recruiting as well. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I tried to think uh, tried to think of from a recruit's perspective, and I don't know that a kid's going to know the name, the difference in a guy like Liam Cohen, and because and, I had some friends who had, had talked about Shane Aldrin, and then once they found out it wasn't Aldrin, that it was Liam Cohen, an assistant, to the QB coach, they were like, oh, that's that's not going to be a good hire. Like, what are they doing? And I think people just kind of got fixated on on Waldron. But the way I tried to explain it was, listen, like these, like, first of all, did you know who Shane Waldron was last week? You know, like most people didn't even know who that was from UK prior to the search second place. So when you're selling this to recruit, like I think it's the same sell. You're getting someone from the Sean McVay system, um, someone who has a background throwing the ball at Maine, and then, of course, is a QB coach and, also, he was the assistant wide receiver coach for the Rams for two years. So, like you said, he's coached kind of all around that offense. And uh, I like it. And why I like it is – and here's another thing, too, Sean. Like, if it is a flop, how much worse could the passing game actually be if it doesn't improve? You know what I mean? Like, it was so bad last year. They had, what, four or five games they'd even throw for 100 yards. So, like, I have a hard time imagining it'll be much worse. So, it's so far out of Stoops' comfort zone that I'm a little surprised that he did it. But I think it shows some – you know, and he's going to talk to us, like we said here, in a few minutes. We'll see how he explains it. But I think this is him kind of stepping out of his comfort zone and taking a chance here. And if anything, I think that should be something that excites fans. It, it should. And I, I 100% think that uh, this will be exciting for the fan base. And it is confirmed uh, that Mark Stoops will host that conference to announce Kentucky's new offensive coordinator. That's what the media advisor email just now said. So yeah. uh, you all listening to this, this is just a reaction to who Cohen is and our reaction to the hire, and then we will dive into this on another episode and go into what Coach Stoops has to say. And because uh, Mark will say some things about why he felt this was the right hire and why they decided to go this direction. But Derek, this is something that you and I talked about three or four weeks ago. Would he go the NFL route? And honestly, I, I like it. I do too. I, I think uh, I think anybody telling you it's a home run hire, you know, I, I think. Nobody really knows. I mean, we that's don't. the thing. Like, you can like his background. Uh, I, I think it's. I like the hire too. Uh, I would say overall, it's something different from Stoops. And like I just said, I want to hear his comments on it. But 
it is it is a, a risk in a way because you're going with a guy who's only called plays for two years, and that was at the FCS level. But he's been you know around Sean McVay. He's been around a lot of good coaches. He's in the NFL. All those guys yeah. probably know each other. So whatever they've been doing out there, surely he'll be able to incorporate some of those things. I'm not saying they're going to be a carbon copy of you know what the Rams yeah. do right now. You got to fit your personnel. But uh, I certainly think it's it's the kind of hire that's going to get people excited. Well, I'll say this: uh, when Mitch Barnhart called Mark Stoops eight years ago and made the hire, I mean it was it was a risky move. I mean, no head coaching experience whatsoever. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's one of those things that and that worked out. And right now, Derek, they they had to make a change, and I like it. I like what you said too. He's stepping out of his comfort zone. He's going a route where there's there's no Youngstown connection. There's no immediate connection like that this is uh this is something that tells me though that he's done his research he's looked at it from all sides and uh we'll we'll definitely get some info from mark here in a few minutes and then we'll get that on on another episode later uh but overall i I do like the hire i think it'll be a i think it'll be a hire that gets it won't get a ton of attention but i think as far as in the fan base and now signing day tomorrow i think this will be something that they uh that the fans like yeah, how about that? He he ended up getting it done before signing day. I, I thought there, I tweeted that a few days ago, and there were some there were some twists and turns um, afterwards with some new candidates coming into play. But I'd posted, I think on my days are starting to run together. More or less, I thought it was going to be Moorhead or Cohen, and uh, I put that out there. Um, some some reports said it was Cohen and Brom who were the final two. So I, I have reason to believe though that that Moorhead did seriously consider it. But again, I, I think even UK staff knew that that was going to be maybe not necessarily a long shot, but still uh, unlikely, I guess is a better word. So I, I felt like, you know, he went out to see Cohen last Friday. It was one of the first guys he went to see uh, out on the road. So obviously he liked him then. And I, I reported that he felt comfortable going that direction. And uh, ultimately once Moorhead said, no, this is who he settled on. So yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting idea. to see yeah, how it goes. And I think another thing to watch, too, is it sounds like most likely, and I had put pieces together a month or two ago, that Eric Walford from South Carolina is pretty, pretty certainly going to be the offensive line coach. So you're really, if uh, Javon uh, Boonite is, is retained as wide receivers coach, you're only really looking at one more hire, that being the running back hire. So I'll be curious to see if Stu has anything to say about that today. Yeah. Uh, so we really don't have anything else, but we wanted to make sure that we got this out to you just as a quick reaction. That way you can have something to listen to. And then we will dive more into his background and stuff, Derek, and we'll look at some things. I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll be seeing some film popping up, too, on social yeah. media of some things that, well, that he's done. But he was a uh, – looking at his numbers as a player in college, yeah, very, very good. solid numbers. Oh, yeah. uh, definitely a lot to like. I Right now, Derek, this offense just needed to be balanced, and they needed mm-hmm. to have a passing attack. And Cohen's walking into a situation where he's got – there's talent there. Uh, they're going to be able to recruit. And right now, if you get that part of your game fixed, uh, there's a lot to like at Kentucky. And this, not saying this is going to be an overnight fix, but it's definitely a step in the right direction to try and to balance yourself out and make yourself be more competitive on that side of the ball. Yeah, no question. And just for, you know, we'll we'll have, like you said, we'll have more reaction. And also tomorrow, I don't know if we'd mentioned it yet, Josh Edwards, coworker of mine at 24-7 Sports, he'll join us um, for a signing day episode. That's tomorrow, obviously, signing day. Um, some news, uh, Chauncey Magwood, I don't know if you saw this, Sean. He's yeah. he's enrolling early, signing tomorrow, and he's going to be here for, for spring practice. So that's a big boost. Uh, to my knowledge, he, only Stickel Crowdis is coming in early. I've not heard. But uh, to my knowledge, he'll be the only wide receiver. 
And, so, and that's yeah, and that's a position where you want guys in early right now because you yeah. want to get some chemistry going with these quarterbacks and things. And you know, Derek too. Let's let's put this out there too. Hopefully, let's hope it's a normal spring for these guys. Let's hope that there's yeah. that they get to have that normal spring because that would be a big boost going into next year. We still don't know what's going to happen with Josh Ali and some other pieces. There's a lot. While it was a four and six season, we're still waiting on a bowl game to see exactly what happens. Uh, there's a lot of things. There's going to be a lot of topics over the next month or so about Kentucky football. Yeah, no question about it. So we'll be back. Um, I guess Same. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do this, but yeah. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. We're going to hop off here though, and then get on to the Stoops presser. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure by the time people listen to this, it'll have been over by that point. And they'll know. But yeah, I just wanted to get some quick reaction out there and. And it's a it's a new day, I guess, Sean at Kentucky with a with a new regime coming in to take over as the offensive coordinator, yep. Liam Cohen. And it's a new day for the Butcher's Pub too in Palmville and Winsport, right. Kentucky. Yeah. Back open in person dining to our friends at the pub. Get out there, try all those delicious menu items, and uh, just make it out to the pub. They're they're excited to have their doors back open. We hope that they can stay open this time as uh, we hopefully continue to navigate this pandemic and see a lot at the end of the tunnel at some point, Derek. Uh, so get out to the Butcher's Pub, visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. We will be back sooner rather than later. We will be back to uh, recap everything Mark Stoops has to say. And then, of course, like Derek said, a signing day special episode tomorrow. This has been another episode of Kentucky Daily. We'll catch you next time. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.